0: Welcome to Walking with the King podcast. I am your host, Teresa King. And honestly, first and foremost, thank you so much for being here and supporting me on this journey. Your support is completely, greatly appreciated. (laughs) And honestly, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. So thank you. Wherever you're at, whatever day it is, just thank you. Just know I'm praying for you and you'll forever be on my prayer list. So. Welcome to season one. I am so excited. I have so many things planned for y'all. I have some awesome people that already agreed to come onto the podcast with me. So this is going to be a fun season. I am going to be posting every Monday. So if you're here on Monday, awesome. Come back next Monday. Next week is going to be a good one. So like I said in my trailer, I am 26 years old. I am living in San Antonio, Texas with my husband. He is an amazing man. We've been married for almost two years. We're going to hit two years in October, which is kind (laughs) of crazy. It feels like I just got married to him like yesterday. Um, We had a small little COVID wedding. It was beautiful. It was fun. And it was crazy because... Three weeks before our actual wedding, our original venue canceled our wedding on us. Huge story. Maybe I'll tell y'all about it later. But um, yeah, he's an amazing man. He's actually sick right now. (laughs) He has COVID. So if y'all can, pray for him. Um, He's doing good. He's in the quarantine. He is in the bedroom. So just give him any y'all's prayers. Just lift him up. So back to the beginning, I grew up in a Christian household. I gave my life to God at an early age. I got baptized at an early age, but in high school, I entered a relationship that turned into a very toxic relationship, later abusive, but he actually introduced me to smoking weed. So I started smoking weed. Then I graduated, got more into it, and started abusing it, and abusing alcohol as well. When I met my husband, he was in the middle of his alcoholism, and we were just feeding off our addiction to each other. And it got to a point where I was sick and tired of it. I completely surrendered it to God, surrendered our lives, surrendered my life and God changed us. He completely moved our lives to a point where I don't even recognize the old self anymore. Like on Snapchat, you'll see like, what were you doing four years ago? I don't recognize that person at all. And hallelujah for that. I'm so glad that he has redeemed me, not only from my addiction, but also the shame and the guilt that I have on my life that I've done and y'all guys will hear more about it later in the season but when my husband and I came to Christ we were you know on fire for Jesus we we're like yeah let's let's go to church let's do this and this and this and we we're like okay so what do we do <laughs> how do we continue this lifestyle of living for God and one of the main things that you do is you get to know God. We're like, okay, so how do we get to know God? What do we do? What are the steps? So what are different ways that you can strengthen your relationship with God? So I came up with five different ways to strengthen your relationship with him. And number one is read your Bible. Sounds easy enough, right? Well, I had the privilege to volunteer at my church's youth group and we went to South Padre Island for beach camp which is summer camp and one of my girls in my group was like how do I even read the bible like where do I begin I was like hmm that's a good question there darling so where do you begin to read the bible well you could read from Genesis to Revelations um, I personally could not <laughs> do that. Um, I am reading book by book though. So what I am doing personally is I have a, a devotional app. I have YouVersion. A lot of people use YouVersion. I love YouVersion. If you don't have YouVersion, you should download it. Not sponsor. But it has different devotionals or if you want, you could do like book readings Uh, Whatever you feel more comfortable doing, I am reading the Minor Prophets right now through that app, and that's how I am able to read the Bible. Um, One other thing you do is get like daily breads. They're like these little booklets, these little pamphlets. I know one of my professors, he likes to have the daily bread on on his desk with him. So that way, whenever he has time, he could read it. But it's also a reminder, like, hey, I need to get fed today. Um, There's different ways to read the Bible. But another thing that I get questioned a lot, like I get asked a lot, is how do I even read it? Like, how am I able to understand the Bible? So I am blessed to be a part of a church that teaches us, you know, discipleship, leadership, And they gave us a key. I want to give you this key because I know it helped me a lot. So I'm hoping that you can use this key if it will help you. So, for example, let's say we're reading the book of Ephesians. Um, There's six chapters in the book of Ephesians. So you'll have it for six days, one chapter per day. So what I do is read the chapter by itself. Go back to the chapter and read it with a commentary. And once I'm done with that, I write notes on it in my Bible. I have the wide margin Bible. But once I'm done with that, I go to my journal and I write the five key questions. Question number one, what does this passage say about God? Question number two, what does this say about people or myself? Question number three, what is God telling me? Question number four, what am I going to do about it? And number five, it's not a question, but it's to write out your prayer. I find that this key really does help me personally because I'm able to really understand what God is telling me in the Bible. And guys, scripture is so important to living a Christian lifestyle. 2 Timothy 16 and 17 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives it corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right god uses it to prepare and equip his people to every good work he uses scripture to teach us how to live guys and to understand what is right from wrong so number one most important one is to read your bible number two join a small group I promise you, at your church will have a Bible study at least. I go to a megachurch, so we have so many classes. Like we have core classes on like how to train a disciple, how to be a disciple, how to be a leader, or you know Bible studies. You can make your own Bible study. Grab some friends. Grab a grab a book in the Bible. And just studying God's word. Doing this with people not only brings you spiritually connected to other people, but you're also building relationships. We're supposed to love on each other and have people tell us what is right from wrong. And honestly, being in a group where you're able to hear other people's perspectives on the Bible does help you because sometimes you don't understand what this scripture is going to say or what this is saying in this paragraph, but your friend might. You're, they'll be able to break it down for you so you can understand. So it's very, very important to get into small groups, Bible studies, whatever it may be that you are connected to. Romans 12, 9 through 10 says, don't, just pretend to love each other really love them hate what is wrong hold tightly to what is good love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other living life with other Christians is very vital in the Christian community like for life like there's a reason why God created Eve for Adam it's because he saw that Adam was lonely So, you know, you might not have a partner, you might not be in a relationship, you might not be married, but being connected and involved with a group really does help you, you know, live more as a Christian and build that relationship with God because you're building that relationship with other people as well. Number three, serving. 1 Timothy 3.13 says those who do well as deacons will be rewarded and respected from others and will have increased confidence in their faith in Christ Jesus. So what is deacons? Does anybody know what that word means? Well, good thing I have the definition for you. So deacons are important members in the church that is generally associated with acts of service. So I am a deacon at my church. I serve in the youth ministry, like I said. But I find myself that I am very strong in, you know, leading groups, leading small groups, leading open Bible studies. Um, That is something that I am very, like, passionate about. I took a test, and it says that that's one of my strengths, is leading, leadership. There are tests all over the internet that could help you understand, like, what am I good at? It could be, you know, what I'm doing in the kid slash youth ministry. It could be hospitality, you know. If you love to make sure everybody has a cup of coffee in the morning at church, that could be something that you could do. Um, There's overseeing mission trips. Is that something that you're interested in? Feeding the homeless, construction work. It could be as simple as saying hello to the new person that's coming into your church. There's so many different ways that you could get connected to your church. And honestly, that does help you build relationships with other people. You get to meet other people that you go to church with. I've met so many people, so many wonderful people through the youth ministry. And honestly, I can't see my life without them right now because they really do help me on not only my walk with Christ, but as me as a person in general. Number four, surround yourself with Christian people. Serving and Bible studies to groups, small groups, that really does help you build those relationships. So if you got the number three and number two, you got number four. You're able to surround yourself with other Christian people and they will, you know, correct you when you're wrong. That's what we're called to do. You know, the Bible, it doesn't tell us not to judge people. It tells us how to judge people. And we have to bring each other, you know, accountable when we are living our life. You know, all of the friends that I have in church, they will tell me if I'm doing something wrong just like I'm just if I would tell them like hey that's not right I love you what's going on how can I help you building a community in your church is very vital to to your relationship with God that's how you get to know him a lot more we are called to live life with others not by ourselves so just because you're single doesn't mean anything you can find friends At church, I know the best friends I have right now are at church, and honestly, my group chat is blowing up right now. (laughs) It's so funny that I'm on this topic with my group chat blowing up, but that's exactly my point. Like, surround yourself with Christian people. James 5 16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. If you're going through something, text your friend from church saying, hey, I need prayer, please help. like, please pray for me, uh, or hey, I am not in a good headspace right now, I just need to be with someone, can we go for a cup of coffee? could be as simple as that, you know. Whatever it may be, you'll have friends. You just kind of get out of your comfort zone. And honestly, I am a very, 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 into the person I am extremely shy when you first meet me but I am the loudest person in the room at the same time um so when I say you need to get out of your comfort zone you have to get out of your comfort zone it is so important that you find that community within your church and of course lastly is pray you know there's so much that you could do But one of the main things that you have to do is just pray. You know, that is the main way that you can connect to God. You know, he wants to talk to you. He wants to tell you, you know, what's going on in your life. You know, he wants you to, he wants to hear your prayers. He wants to hear your requests. He wants to hear what is going on in your life. Like he knows, he's God, like God knows everything. But he wants to hear from you. He wants a relationship with you. And prayer is the main way to get to him. Of course, like I said, the Bible is the main way, but so is prayer. So if you want to do anything out of these five, I suggest prayer and read the Bible. So Colossians 2.6 says, And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him so this is some of the ways that you could follow christ you know he's calling us to be out there in his church serving in his church he's calling us to be connected with people he's calling us to love on one each other and he's also calling us to read his bible so that way we know how to live for him so that is all that i have for you guys i just want to thank you for being here and staying with me this long (laughs) but um if you have any other questions dm me on our instagram page at walkingw.thekingpodcast i am always on it you go follow me go dm me and tell me what you think about this podcast and also what are some of the ways that you you know strengthen your relationship with god I want to know, tell me, I'm always looking for more ways to get connected to God and with the Holy Spirit, and I want to hear what you got to saying. So next week is going to be an awesome one, so I pray that y'all guys come back, and I will see y'all next time. Bye guys.